0: Welcome, everybody, to episode 109 of High Tech on the Low. Liron, how are you this morning?
1: Hello. I'm very well. Thanks for inviting me over.
0: Well, thank you for coming here. We have and Rose, entrepreneur, author of Entrepreneurship and Investments at I-Level and just an all-around great guy, I would say, right? You know, uh, here in the studio today, we're going to get to an interesting talk, I think, on the world of, you know, tech, entrepreneurship, and also how that literally translates itself into a writing career. It's going to be very interesting for those of you who are interested in multidisciplinary studies and fields of work. And as always, we are sponsored by Front Team and JB Upscale with 3,000 members and your dedicated marketing team all looking to connect and if you like what you're hearing in this episode throw us a like throw us a subscribe a follow whatever we appreciate it so liron we're gonna get into this interesting world of where you come from which is a very vast background of tech and entrepreneurship now that you're trying to turn into a writing career which to me is very out of the blue really crazy you know and as a you know writing guy as a startup Uh, marketer and business development guy. I always like writing. I'm always interested. So very interested in how this is all going about in your life. Let's get into it by starting a little bit about if you could introduce yourself just a little bit about who you are and where you come from in the tech world and we can move into it.
1: Sure. So um, basically, my name is Liron Rose. That's my full name. I'm from Tel Aviv um, and I have an online marketing marketing background. I started with uh, online marketing about 25 years ago, even before Google existed. Wow! Um, now you're the, dating me. I feel <laughs> like. <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, I moved. Uh, yeah, I moved into affiliate marketing. Did that for uh, about a decade. Mm-hmm. Um, marketed online software, and from that, uh, a startup emerged, uh, which went all the way up to 50 employees. Uh, back in 2013, it was acquired by Iron Source, which oh, well. is a large uh, company here. Right. It just got uh, Iron Source itself got bought by Unity Software um, about a few months ago. Sure. Um, so uh, and uh, and after that, I did some consulting uh, for startups and invest personal investments. Uh, did uh, I was an angel investor, still am angel investor over the last 15 or a little bit more 15 years. What's your uh, main areas that you invest in? Um, it's mostly B2B. Uh-huh. Um, B2B um, software. <laughs> um, I do a lot of marketing tech. Um so and kind of what you're an expert at in that sense. Yes, exactly. Um, and after that, I launched uh, Techstars Israel. So mm. Techstars wanted to open an, an office in Israel. They hired me to establish uh, their presence here in Tel Aviv um, and I ran it uh, for um, over two years. Okay. Wow. Um, so I did personal investments since 2006. Um, Got a bunch of uh, unicorns. Um, uh, So you're picking them well, it sounds like. Well, I hope so. I (laughs) hope so. I did. I certainly did. Um, And then um, we had uh, like two dozen more uh, via Techstars.
0: Okay. Very interesting. So, you know, you started out in this world of online marketing, obviously in a different time than many of us out there are aware of. Were you marketing tech back then or were you marketing? Any business that could afford you in that
1: sense. So, so the start of this business back in 2004 um, was, um, if anyone is familiar with um, digital products. So, mm-hmm. so the, these were um, products that can be delivered over the internet, downloaded okay. over the internet, sure. without shipping a physical product. Okay. So that was my specialty, and obviously, this is uh, this these had like very good margins because you don't have to ship anything. Right. So you only have marketing costs basically search engine marketing PPC sure. and these kind of expenses while well, you don't have any anything to do with like uh, related Producing a physical product or shipping it.
0: Okay, and so it's like it kind of in a sense was the natural evolution into this B two B SaaS focused. Exactly. That you have. Okay. Exactly. And so like when you were you know you're working in that for a while you're doing the ads. What made you then say hey I want to start a business like I want to start a business in actual you know providing more than just a service I want to provide a product.
1: Right. So so what happened was um, I was I was doing uh, online marketing for 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 my clients. Okay. And um, this was a, uh, um, a huge business. Sure. Um, I, I was um, I was selling anything between 500 to 1,000 copies a day okay. of software. That's a lot. Wow. Um, but for different clients too. Different clients. That is a lot. That is a lot. That is a lot. 500 a day. That is a lot. Yeah, that is a <laughs> lot. Like, is a lot. Wow, you know, like 15, 20, 30,000 per month, that's sure. a lot. Um, and um, basically what happened is that Google be- and the other search engines, which were my, basically my uh, main source of traffic, mm-hmm. became more and more difficult in terms of policy. So, so right. it, it became harder to, to, to sell and actually it also became more expensive to sell. So the, sure. the cost per click kept going up and up and up and up and the margins kept going down and down and down and down. And then, um, you know, I, I was thinking, okay, th- this at, at some point, this will, you know, the margin will be zero and I will be out of business basically. Right. Uh, so I should, def- I should be start thinking about how to um, establish another business who will overcome this, uh, um, you know, this uh, disability.
0: And one that's scalable, it sounds like. Yeah, too. Exactly. And, Not and just uh, ra- waiting on Liron to be done and sit at the computer all day. Right, right. exactly.
1: So, so we launched after download mm-hmm. and, and um, you know, this, this company was based on similar um, software uh, providers as, as our clients, as our advertisers. Right. But we got more and more publishers, not just search engines like Google. We got all sorts of publishers. So traditional, digital websites. Okay. Yeah. And, and so, so the publisher base was much broader and we were not dependent on Google's policies or Yahoo's policies or Facebook's policies. Right. Um, you know, we had direct relationships with publishers, so that was much more stable.
0: I was gonna say, it sounds like this whole decentralization trend happening about a decade ago. So really, you're the OG decentralizer. Yeah, so, sort of. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that could be the new yeah. the, That's yeah. the second book you're gonna come out with. It oh,
1: like. well, we'll see. Yeah right. So we'll wait, see.
0: So you do this. So you do this. You know, the, this business. It grows obviously pretty. I mean exponentially to a point that you're able to get bought out by time. yeah it, it
1: grew to like uh, i think we our revenues went all the way up to 30 million dollars wow. in 2012 or 13 something like that
0: and how, how did you do that how did you get it to scale so fast
1: i mean look um the the clients the advertisers um they wanted to to buy as much at pace as they could provided that their traffic was converting to sales of course and 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 our traffic was almost if not as good as Google's I mean our traffic sources our traffic base sure. basically was as good. So the, the traffic was converting to sales and so they said you know give us as much as you can um, and we all, all our, our job basically was to expand the traffic base and get more and more sources sure. so we could grow. So I think that w- that were the numbers uh, around that time and Iron source uh, you know they liked the business they liked the team. And they, they, you know, they offered to buy us, uh, and and yeah, that's a whole story, that's another episode right, altogether. Right. Yeah, sure. uh, but yeah, we we got both in 2013. And did you
0: grow the business all from revenue, or did you have investment?
1: We had, you know, it was a bootstrap company. Sure. We had a couple of investors, personal friends of mine, who invested like angel-sized checks, but sure. no, no VCs.
0: Wow, and you just grew the business as yes. is. Yes, that's pretty unique. Not, not a lot of entrepreneurs. That's yeah, no, that's
1: not that. Yeah, that's not that common. But we were a bootstrap company.
0: And so when Iron Source came to you and said, "We want to acquire you," I mean, what was that like? I mean, I feel like well, that's crazy.
1: It's it's not, you know, it's not. A, it's a it's a whole process, right? It, sure. it can take. You know, they they offered several offers, and then we said no to the first offer, and then we said no to the second offer. Why? Uh, because the offers were not good <laughs> no, enough. The first
0: and second, but most people don't even get one. Uh, well, <laughs> the offers
1: were not good enough, so okay. so we said okay, and then and then you know we we, we managed to agree on 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 a on a on the, on, the, on, the, on the right offer, and then it's like you know due diligence, and the whole process takes uh, anything between three to six months of you know accountants, lawyers sure. going through the, the paperwork and, and and doing the acquisition contract and so forth.
0: But eventually, you got the deal that you wanted. Yes. And you sold the company. Yes. Okay. And after selling the company, where did that leave you?
1: Right. So, so after the selling the company, um, I started to do um, consulting and and additional personal like personal investments. I did lots of advising advisory roles with startups because sure. I had two successful businesses under my belt.
0: More as a marketer or as.
1: Mm, strategy, I would okay, say, sure. and um, you know, after like I think it was like eight or nine months, um, TechStars, I got an offer from TechStars. How uh, did you get the offer? From that? So um, you know, someone approached me. It's, it's it, that's that's a, like it's an interesting story. I was uh, lecturing at a at an MBA course, Okay. and one of the students, um, you know, a couple of months after I did the lecture, um, approached me, said, "Look, there's this company, TechStars, from the U.S. They approached me, sure. and they asked if I know anyone." In Israel, that would like to be a managing director for TechStars, so like would be a good fit for sure. Be. And I was thinking of you because you're both an investor and an entrepreneur, and right. that's like the the right combination. So sure. you know, talk to them. Here, here's this guy. His name is Andrew, I think. Okay. Talk to him. See, see if you like it. See if you like you guys like each other. And and you know, right. you not commitment Yeah, that that's how it went.
0: That's serendipitous. That's very serendipitous. Exactly, yeah. And, like, so you, I mean, you meet the guy. I met the
1: guy uh, over, um, I I think it wasn't Zoom back then. I think it was Skype or Google Meet or or whatever. Yeah, that was before uh, COVID. So it wasn't Zoom. Um, And then I went through this series of um, interviews, like six or seven um, video uh, interviews um, with uh, West Coast in the U.S. Mm -hmm. Um, Companies based, HQ is based in Boulder, uh, Colorado. Yep. I'm
0: from Denver, so I know him well. So,
1: you know. Uh, and then they said on the final interview, OK, um, we want you to fly over to London, meet um, our head of Europe. Sure. Um, you know, he wants to, to see you and, and, and you know, if, if it all works well, well, we'll sign the contract and we'll, you're hired.
0: And so then you established, obviously it went well and you established. Television. Yeah.
1: So they said, look, here's here's, um, you know, our, our, our book of uh, how to do things like like Starbucks or, or right. McDonald's or whatever, like you know, franchise book. Exactly. There yeah. You, you take this book, open up Israel for us. Here's the budget do it. That's scary. <laughs> mm, well, I mean, obviously it's, it's a little bit, more, I, I got more, um, like instructions to how to do it. Not just a book, right? They, they, I was hired by the- Of course. Well, yeah, like, they, they know, told me what on. to do. It's like, it's it's
0: like uh, yo, go open up a country that's, you know, in the Middle East. Yeah. We got a conflict going on. We got maybe Startup Nation moniker starting Yeah, at well, point,
1: so, so, so back then they, they had, they already had London and Berlin. So it wasn't just US. They already had a presence into okay. Europe, in Europe. So so I had, you know, my, my boss was, was based in London and, and, and he gave me like the direction. So so I was supposed to find um, um like, um. Like a, a place to 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 run this thing, sure. like uh, so we we like found a physical, it, a physical yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. So we found it at MindSpace. Back then, it was like just start. Uh, we work in MindSpace. We're just starting, um, like this shared office uh, concept was just right. starting. So we find MindSpace. They had uh, they gave us two um, two floors in uh in uh, Rothschild area. Okay. So and and then we had to um, um uh, do a how do you say she puts renovation sure. right to to renovate the whole place because uh, it was uh, what to to fit to our needs. Sure. And then I had to find, uh, you know, a second in command like a program manager to help me with this thing. And then uh, we hired, um, you know, I found like uh, 120 mentors over LinkedIn who wanted to become textiles. It's all a, a mentorship-based um, program, so we found mentors from all around the ecosystem. Um, Told them, no, if you want to join us uh, with Texas, this is like a huge brand in the U.S. You know, if you want to
0: volunteer, yeah, yeah, and and
1: then you can put it in your LinkedIn if you like. Um, So, yeah, we we got people were interested and they wanted to be, some of them were investors. Some of them were were like uh, people who can um, help the startups with various things.
0: Were you in charge of selecting the startups also would come into the batch? Yes, absolutely. That's how the main that job. How does that work? Like, that's that's the
1: most uh, that's the most difficult part of the job.
0: I was going to say, like, how does that work from your end? So,
1: so basically, um, you know, accelerators come in different shapes. Um, Techstars, in particular, they it's an equity based accelerator. So, okay. so the startups have to give up some equity uh, against um, an investment, right? Uh, so it's a deal. It's sure. not just a a free accelerator, you, you give a you give away like a few percentage, sure. and and then get a hundred twenty. Back then it was, I think, hundred and twenty thousand dollars of uh, wow. you know initial pre-seed capital. Well, right, that's pretty good investment. Right. So, um, but then again, not all of the startups agree to that. Some have said, look, you're, you're asking for too much. Right. Um, uh, some of them said, no, we we've already raised money at better terms, so this is a down round, uh, uh-huh. and we don't want to agree to that. Uh-huh. So, so. Finding the right startups, and basically, it was also—it uh, wasn't a general accelerator. It was mostly a fintech, um, cyber, and enterprise software accelerator, sure. B2B. So you know, if something came, medical devices or um, autonomous cars, I couldn't accept them because that wasn't the the verticals the accelerator was was um, focusing on. Did they,
0: you determine the verticals, or no?
1: Techstars did. Um, okay. They had a partnership with um, with. Barclays Bank at the time, okay. from from London, from sure. the UK. And it was tailored to the needs of the bank. So the Got bank you. was sponsoring some of it and they had to approve the startups. So anything that was kind of related to the bank's needs could be approved, but anything that was totally unrelated, I couldn't take them.
0: Interesting. So how many companies in your two-year tenure did you bring in? Um, Twenty. 20 companies. Yes. Wow. That's like not I mean, it's not a lot of companies.
1: It's 10 per, per batch. Oh, so you run uh, two I, Yeah. Two batches of 10 each. And how long were the programs for? Uh, the program itself runs for 14 weeks. Um, but then before that, you have to, um, you know, I had to renovate the whole right. thing. I had the to, selection process. The selection process, sure. then then signing them, signing them in uh, the marketing process to get, you know, in order to get those 10 finalists, you sure. have to. Somehow market your program and get 200 applications, right. and then you do all this selection process. It takes like two two months. So so you have like six months of prep, and then three and a half months of the actual program.
0: Wow. So how did it feel? I mean, like being you know you, you come from entrepreneur uh, as a service, right? To entrepreneur as a product, and now you're running basically an accelerator that helps these guys create their own products. I mean, how was that? I it's, feel like it's a it's big so so you know
1: it's, a, it's yeah it is an evolution. Um, and I would say it's a little bit like, you know, when you're like, you know, playing basketball or football and then you become the coach. Okay. Right. At some point you stop playing and you become the coach. You're either experienced enough or too old to play or, or you know, both.
0: And did you feel that like, you know, I'll, I'll push back on that and say, you know, a lot of people who are good players aren't good coaches and vice versa. Did you feel like you were at the level? Like, did you feel like you enjoyed also giving that coaching? Oh, yeah, yeah,
1: absolutely. I, at that at that time, I was, all, you know, I was like, um, it was seven years ago. I was over 40 at the time. Yeah, definitely, I was ready to be coach.
0: And you were ready to, like, actually help these guys. Yes, out. absolutely. Did you guys get, like, uh, any big unicorns out of the batches?
1: Unicorns, no. Um, although I have them in my personal investments, but not through the program. I have, there's one company oh, I think raised... Recently, around A or around B. It's okay. an insure tech company. Nice. And I think they're going to be successful.
0: Oh, that's cool. So, you got, but you basically, all the companies you picked got investment later, or?
1: The, some of them um, got like um, seed and pre seed. Okay. Um, and this one insure tech company got more.
0: Okay, but it sounds like basically they went through your program and they moved on, and yes. they, they were able to be successful yes, from your yes, program. Yes, 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 absolutely. That's pretty big. Now, yes. uh, today, Techstars Tel Aviv is still running, right? It's still
1: running. It's not fintech um, uh, related anymore. So, these these days, anything anyone can apply.
0: Okay, and are you involved in it in some capacity or not mm, so much?
1: Not so much as an advisor, sometimes. Really, Investor, what, what made you leave? Well, I didn't leave. It's first of all, it's um, it's uh, six. Uh, I think I I. I ran it until six... Oh, it's a long time. Six years ago. Okay. So I was involved, like, you know, seeing the companies um, advising Hila, who was running it after me. But now Hila is gone as, as well. Someone else is running it now. So, sure. Yeah.
0: So it's just kind of the natural way of the land, in yeah. a sense. It, like, doesn't really... What's your advice, though, for people who are trying to set up, you know, an accelerator? Well,
1: um, you know... There's a lot of accelerators in in Tel Aviv. Um, setting up a new one, you have to differentiate yourself. Uh, you don't want to be, you know, there's like too many. So so, and especially if you want to take equity, you have to be really um, special in some way because um, you know the, these uh, founders and and I, I can I can see why why they're doing that. They don't want to give away a lot of their company. Um, when they start, so so unless you provide something special, and Textile is this because it, it's a it's an international network, it has a huge um, base and, and lots of connections in the US as well as in Europe right. um, with corporates. So if you're just starting an accelerator, I mean, I, I wouldn't, um, you, know, you have to be special in some way.
0: Interesting. And you also have to kind of, in a sense, draw those special companies to you. Yeah. Otherwise, the good
1: companies will not come to you.
0: Interesting. And did you find that challenging in your time as a
1: Still was. I mean, getting the the, the, the big unicorns um, was difficult because they got offers from, from VCs to invest more money at better terms.
0: Mm, uh, it's always the money game at the end of the day. So you finish... The accelerator, right? This is six years ago, obviously Corona was in the middle and stuff like that too. But what were you up to during that time? Because it sounds like I mean, almost like you've gone through every stage of the entrepreneurial journey. You were service, you were product, you made your exit, you were then the coach. What what's next? Yeah, you know? so so
1: the one thing which I didn't do uh, was start a VC, right? Lots mm-hmm. of people who who have
0: you started an accelerator though.
1: I started an accelerator, <laughs> yeah. but I didn't I didn't start a VC. Okay, um, I had my reasons for that. What um, are they? It's a lot of responsibility to run other people's money. So, mm. so when you do a VC, you take responsibility for I don't know 50 million or 100 million dollars of someone's money. Sure. Uh, and then you you know you 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 have to deliver results, usually by year seven. So okay. you have seven years to invest that money. Usually you invest most of it in within two or three years, uh-huh. and then you have follow-on investments. Uh huh. And. You don't have the um, how would I say you, you you can't be patient if the, the right the, I mean, you have to invest the money no matter what you okay. can you don't want to um, give it back to the investor of course and you, you can't wait for five years you have to invest it so 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 the the thing is if, if you don't see the right opportunities you'll have to invest regardless right uh, because you th- that's the mandate that you're given and whereas when regardless I do it, could be a loss. It could be a loss or it could be expensive valuations Mm. um, like they were in 2021, right? right? So it will be hard to make money in the long run with these investments because you you paid a lot because the market was high, right? Right. So with personal investments, it's not like that. You can decide, you know what, I'm not investing right now because I think the market is is too expensive. But when you're a VC, you have to.
0: But the tech stars money, I guess, was just coming from tech stars as a it came from
1: tech stars, and those were not bubble years, so so that was okay. Um, okay. But you know, 2021, I think, was a bubble year, um, and then post Corona, basically post COVID, and if you had a VC at that year, it's it will be more difficult for for you to 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 make money over that particular vintage.
0: Okay, but like now that you finish up at you know tech stars, you don't open up your own VC. What no. did what did you decide to do? So
1: I I went. Um, do consulting again. Okay. And then we had COVID. Uh And then, you know, I was stuck at home like everyone else. Right.
0: Trying to figure Uh, out that next plan. Sure. Yeah.
1: And then, um, you know, we started um, thinking, okay, what what am I going to do? I mean, I'm closed uh, at home. I can't, you know, there is this, um, uh, you you can go 200 yards or meters away from your home, like a radius. And then I was stuck and it was like, that was how it was for the last first twelve months, I think, or something right. like that. Yeah, and uh, so we started um, publishing um, articles mm-hmm. uh, with uh, publications uh, over here in in, in Israel, like uh, financial publications, the main financial uh, media.
0: Who, who's we? You, just um, you, or your we, team?
1: Or? Me, well, yeah, team. I, you know, it, it was a team. I hired um, um, a guy. Um, so who, you're doing like financial
0: analysis, or
1: yeah, about you know all sorts of things about the tech ecosystem. Freelance, and basically. Freelance. I wasn't paid for it. Okay. Um, and I, I was, uh, and I also did lots of podcasts about uh, many things that has to do with tech, the ecosystem, and COVID. Okay. Um, and we did we did that for uh, almost a year. Uh huh. And then that—that's the switch to to becoming an author, right? And and then you know people started to tell me, look, Liron, I mean, you have all this content. You've done so much right. uh, as an entrepreneur, as an you investor. You have proof too to your name. You have proof yeah. to your name. Why won't you write a book? And I said, just like that. Mm, well, people say that. More than one. Okay.
0: Okay. I was going to say, it wasn't like at least, you know, okay.
1: Yeah, more than one. And and then I said, you know what? I'm not sure, but I can start right. and, and, and collect enough content. And if there is enough content, maybe I will publish a book.
0: Okay. So what did you start with?
1: So what we did is um, I found um, this guy that… Um, did a a long blog post about me. Okay. um, And then... So your fan.
0: your number one fan. One of them.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And I said, look, how about we start like, you know, meeting regularly and you uh, will interview me, record it and see what content we come up with.
0: And if it's good, it's good. And And if it's it's good, yeah. It was just a project. Yeah. Yeah. And then we'll scrap it.
1: Right. And then we we met for, I think, 10 or 15 uh, of these um, interviews. Sure. And... you know, slowly, slowly, uh, month by month, we, we, we collected more and more content, and that was basically, um, I would say, the alpha stage or the the skeleton or the foundation of the book.
0: Okay, and so the book today is called Entrepreneurship and Investments at the I level. Exactly. And so, what is it? Is it biography or is it?
1: It's it's it has bio um, biography um, character char- 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 characteristics. <laughs> that's a long word. <laughs> um, so it tells my story basically. Okay. Um, uh, but it's not just that. It's not just about Liron's story. So, what do you talk about then? I talk about um, the journey of the entrepreneur, like, and, like
0: like how it is to raise money, how it is how to it build. is to raise
1: money, how how, it is, how how you actually become an entrepreneur. What's the mindset required uh. to become? Kind of, I mean, and I start at yeah. You know, I tell a little bit about my childhood, how where we went to Europe for and and back and forth um, because of my dad's job. Sure. Uh, and then I tell you know, you know I, I went I I did one of these um, 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 journeys I you in Israel when you finish the military you either go to the Far East or to South America I, I went to the Far East too, okay. to to Southeast Asia basically sure. and I was sitting on this beach in uh, in uh, Thailand and I thought you know I should find a way to to create pa- enough passive income at some point that it will. Um, Mm, finance me, and I won't have to work. Well, that right. was a like
0: dream. on the beach too. Well, yeah, in the in, life? yeah, exactly. So, you know. so
1: to make that, and I was like 23 or 24. Right. Uh, it was 25 years ago. So, so at the time, I think to do that you needed something around 500, 600 US dollars, uh, and you could live on the beach in Thailand. Okay. But you know, I was a little bit naive. I didn't imagine that at some point I will get married and I will have three kids. Right. And I'll be, get back to Israel, so I'll need more. Right. But that was the foundation, and okay. and and so I started to read um, all these um, books like yeah, Napoleon Hill okay. In- and Grow Rich and Robert Kiyosaki, and right. Rich Dad Paul. I did these kind of thi- uh, things uh, quite early, I guess, and that gave me the drive um, to and go on. That was on. that entrepreneurial. That situation. was the entrepreneurial um, kind of mindset or spirit. Um, so I, I, I can't, you know, get a job. And 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 reach those goals. It won't happen. I mean, right. I will have to work until I'm 65, mm-hmm. and there will not be any passive income that way. So mm-hmm. so I'll have to figure out a way to do it. So that was the kind of the the mindset that I went into, and it, it took it took um you know it took time to get there. But basically, um that's the mindset. And and in my book, I talk about this. And what I say is, look, that that was true 25 years ago. It's still true today. I mm-hmm. mean, if that if back then it was the internet in its early days. You know, seven years ago, maybe it was the blockchain in its early days. Right now, it's AI and its um, derivatives, right? And two years from now, who knows? Uh, But if you have the right entrepreneurial spirit, sure enough, you'll find uh, the problem that you want to solve. And and I'm saying it's not just a general problem. It It should better be something that you have some kind of a passion or about right
0: right so the thing that actually lights you up and makes you want to solve yes it. exactly
1: that exactly mm-hmm. that jordan and uh, so so you want to find a problem that you'll 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 have this passion and, and lights you up in the morning as you say um so you'll keep pushing because you have to to, to push for for anything between seven to ten years i mean as the startup the typical startup journey from start to exit Takes around a decade, right. something like that. And so, that's
0: assuming you don't try to scale up or do anything. Or anything yeah, else I mean, along no, the way. I,
1: I've had startups, um, you know, which, which I invested precede and and they exited or IPO'd after ten years. So right. that's that general rule. So, so you know, you have to push for ten years, and that's that's like running a marathon. It's not it's not a short thing it's it's and it has it's like a roller coaster roller coaster it goes up and down it's not a steady climb.
0: And so wait is this book out it's out now.
1: It's out now yeah. Okay. It's and where out can, now. Where can you buy it? So you can buy it at my website. Okay. Um it's www.lironrose you spell it L I R O N R O S E. Okay. Um, Yeah. And you can buy it online from there.
0: Hebrew, English?
1: It's in Hebrew now. It's going to be in English very soon.
0: Very nice. And do you think this is the start of a writing career?
1: It's a good question. Um, um, I really like the process of writing, um, you know, going through the process of writing and publishing a book. It's not necessarily, at least not in Hebrew. It's not necessarily, um, you know, a huge commercial thing because but it's entrepreneurial uh, in a sense. It's you know, totally entrepreneurial. you got to wake entrepre- yourself oh, yeah, up. You got to go write. Right, sit down. You have, yeah, and you and you have to manage, uh, you know, the editors and then the the graphic designers and right. then uh, there's a print and then you and 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 then yeah, the, the whole thing. So it's a little a little startup of my own. Um, I think there there will be a second book. I can say about what but it's going to happen because i really enjoy the process
0: well liron listen i'm excited for your second book this has been a very eye-opening conversation just to the world of entrepreneurship and and the various facets i think it can take on in your life in both serendipitous and planned ways so i'm very excited to read the second book and as always as everyone heard you can get the first book at uh, liron's website at www.lironrose.com i wish you the best of luck liron
1: thank you so much thank you jonah for inviting me over